Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. I'm always interested in the tie, 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 timing. Man, we got a lot to talk about with the tie, tie, timing. We're broadcasting live from the TyRack.com studios, TyRack.com. We'll be get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road as protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TyRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Um, boy, there's been a lot in the world of golf, a lot. And, uh, I'm, I just, I, every day that, uh, I work and we have Dan with us, I, I have my, my respect for him grows because in addition to being, having his own show, doing his own podcast, I want your flex. Okay. He is at his, at his core, like his favorite personal recreational sport is golf and the dude knows a ton about it. Matter of fact, for people who don't know, we're going to the U.S. Open next Thursday, right? And all of that is all of that is Dan, right? Dan just knows everybody. Hey, getting it all set up, getting it all lined up. And so immediately when I turned and looked at my phone, was it two days ago, right? Two days ago when I saw, I, I woke up and Liv and the PGA were merging. I was like, wait, excuse me? The Hatfields and the McCoys? This is This is Romeo and Juliet instead of... Both perishing with suicide, they're actually getting married out in the open. That's what it felt like, and we're we're doing this thing, which I understand because I lived through it. And those of us who truly lived through it, like if you were, I think you had to be probably over the age of eighteen. If you're over the age of eighteen in uh, in two thousand one, your perspective on this is completely different than anybody who did not. 
9-11 is, without any question, the scariest moment as an American um, in regards to the safety of and future of our country. It, we were under attack, and we were, I mean, look, we went to a war on what I think anyone would deem false pretenses, but the reality was we went to war because we were pissed. And anybody who we thought was against us, we were just going to, we were just, we're just pissed. And um, we didn't necessarily get all of the right people, but we got a lot of the right people. And of course, the Saudis, for the most part, escaped any sort of institution or prostitution, right? And so when the Saudis are behind the live tour, we trot out the idea of the 9-11 families. And that was the PGA's, you know, that's the PGA sweet spot over the past year where, hey, this is what you're, this is what you're saying to these families that you don't care about them. Instead, you care about golf and about money. Here's PGA policy member, uh, policy board member, Jimmy Dunn who is one of the architects of the merger, he said this about the live PGA merger and how the 9-11 families have reacted. And let's be specific, okay, on 9-11. Every day, the first thing I think about is that several times during the day, I think about it. And the last thing I think about at night is that. That has not changed since that day. And I'm not alone in that. I would guarantee that every one of those family members has that same condition. It is just a reality of how unbelievably sad and awful that day was. I understand that. And I am quite certain, and I have had conversations with a lot of very knowledgeable people, that the people I'm dealing with had nothing to do with it. And if someone can find someone that unequivocally was involved with it, I'll kill him myself. We don't have to wait around. Hmm. Byron, I, I, again, I, I apologize. I spent time away from the radio and didn't listen. Uh, what are your thoughts on the merger and how it relates to the 9-11 family? Um, I, I felt that the PGA Tour used the families... Um, to strengthen their argument when really they only just cared about their bottom line and keeping the competition away from them. Um, I do believe that there are people out there, you know, Brandel Chambly, who um, I think is a great analyst. There are people that don't like his opinions. That's fine. I believe he is bothered where this money is coming from. I think that is a real deal. I, I believe that people are bothered that there's any connection um, to the Saudis with this money. I don't think that the PGA Tour um, had ever felt that way, and I felt that they used the 9-11 families and uh, you know the families of those victims to try to dissuade people and slander um, the players that left because of their bottom line, not because they cared about the victims or the families. I think that's fair. I think a little bit of this is like the, we do this with the start time of sporting events. We always do the, what about the kids? You know, what about the kids when no one's actually ever really cared about the kids, right? They just care about the bottom line. Yes. Obviously this is a, this is a far, uh, 
uh, far more troubling thing in regards to the Saudis. Um, but like, again, th- this is what we, this is the excuses that we make to make more money. Right? The excuses that we make to make more money. It's no different, right? Obviously, 9-11 and the effect it had on those families and on our country um, are gigantic and far wider reaching and more important than conference affiliation. But it's the same, we, we hear the exact the same thing with conferences. It's like, well, like USC and UCLA, really? You're going to leave the Pac-10 to go play in the Big Ten? Like, dude, what about... Cal, what about your rivalry with Arizona? What about like these schools you could be Oklahoma doing it, you know, leaving Oklahoma State, your sister's school, and like, wow, but we make a lot more money. Like, that doesn't mean it's the right thing. But that's where we are in sports. And and virtue was supposed to still exist. And maybe this is me having a romantic view of it of it, but on some level, virtue was supposed to uh still exist. And it just does not. Right? It, it absolutely does not still exist in sports, and this is the perfect example of it. And to me, it's far, that's, that's a far greater crime, if you will, than, um, uh, than you know, the fact that Rory or Tiger didn't make hundreds of millions more dollars. Um, that's, just, that, that's just business, right? That's the, <clears throat> you had a chance to collect a big paycheck, and you did not. And but that's also something that we're teaching is that loyalty means nothing. Now, I, I I truly believe that one of the reasons this happened, and Dan, you can tell me if I'm way off. I don't think golf was in especially good shape. And I think that the the Saudis and Liv, I think that was, you know, it's a it's a money loser um in that they but they just wanted to kind of shake up shake up the sport. If they could, and it was a good one to shake up and a good time to shake it up, and they caught it at the right moment. But I, I actually think this probably really helps golf, reinvigorates golf, because look, golf post-Tiger is not going to be great. I'm just warning you. And and how do I know this? Because I have 20 years of post-Michael Jordan, and like LeBron and Steph kind of resurrected it, but it still has never really been the same. And especially those 10 years after Michael Jordan first walked away, that was when it was really, really bad. So I'm just going to be completely candid. I think it helps golf, but golf was not in some sterling great place. Is that Dan, is that fair? or or I I actually think we've been in the post-Tiger era for a while, um, just because of how limited we've seen him. And I, I think that golf is okay, and for people to realize that it's never going to reach the heights that it did with Tiger, at least in the near future, it's understandable. Like he is, you know, to talk about generational, he's more than generational, the effect that we've had. We've talked about this on the show. But I will also say this what well, Phil Mickelson, I think, comes out looking the best in all of this. Um, in saying, see, I told you, the problem that the PGA Tour had, and I think part of this is, is well, obviously a lot of it's due to live, is they had a tough time figuring out how they were going to pay everybody with these um, higher purses, with these designated events, and the sponsorship maybe wasn't there. While Liv had the same troubles of 
their stuff didn't take off maybe as much as they thought that they were going to, and maybe the PIF wanted more of a return. So that marriage happened because the PGA Tour was forced to try to compete with Liv, and now they may have been out of their pockets. Also, um, Saudis didn't want to testify because some court rulings went against them. Honestly, Doug, right now, we don't know what the new PGA Tour is going to look like. We find out new stuff every single day. The reason why the PGA Tour, though, I think, did this deal is because now there is no competition. Live is likely to go away, and this solves some of their financial uh, problems that they may have had that were brought on by the creation of Live. It's it's very, very strange, and not a lot of people really know what the future of golf is even going to look like. We just know that the PGA Tour will be around now with the backing of this uh, financial partnership. Uh, that's fair. Th- that is fair. Sounds like a lot of word mumble jumble. Like I'm no, hearing myself it, talk, no, it do- but it, 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 honestly, it doesn't, Dan. I'm, I I actually agree with you. There's there's a lot of unknown, and I I think that Monahan came out looking a lot better when you see that he's in charge of both. But it's what he does with that power that's going to be interesting, right? Because if he's in charge of the Live Tour and the PGA Tour, and he really wants to make it up to the guys that stayed loyal to the Tour, well, then he's going to have to figure out some way to do so. Yes. Right? And and is he going to find those players, or is he going to make the Saudis pay those those guys that they made offers to? How is he going to do that? Because... Like, look, there, there's a world where those guys are like, "Hey, I'm not playing. I'll just play and I'll just I'll do my own kind of live thing." And t- there's there's a couple of them that do have that power. I'm just I'm fascinated by what he does because it does feel like a better deal for the PGA than you first you first felt like. Well, they're just trying to hide any sort of documents and disclosures, and just they're just selling out. It it does feel like a really good financial deal and a power move by Monahan where he's going to be a lot. But what does he do with that? That's my that's my question. I think that you know the initial reaction was that you know Rory McIlroy got screwed and totally. that uh, Tiger. Jay Monahan was a, yeah Tiger as well. Jay Monahan was an absolute backstabber. Hearing Rory's comments on Wednesday, um, he. You know, felt like a scapegoat, sure, but it didn't seem like there was an end-all relationship with Jay Monahan, despite the tensions in the player meeting that they had on Tuesday when this was all announced. And again, this is so new. There are going to be casualties in the golf world of this, and it may be the lesser players. But you know, the argument is is the PGA Tour isn't you know built on the shoulders of the lesser pay- players as much as you want to believe that it is. It's built on the best and the stars, and and now it's able to continue because you're getting a couple of those guys back. It's not everyone. I didn't think it was tons of guys that you know left for live that really moved the needle, but Cam Smith and Brooks kept could do, and it looks like that they're going to be heading back. Um, okay, so I guess here's the question: is is there a statute of limitations? Um, on 9-11 with the Saudis. Like, well, you know, these people aren't direct. And and it's fair to say nobody had direct connections. But we can also be honest in that you can probably make one or two degrees of separation between it and find a way, right? There's there's the thought that this is where money came, money and support came from. Or they can act like they're Switzerland, but they're really not. Like, 
to you, is there a statute of limitations on, hey, we can take Saudi money now because there's been enough time between 9-11 and 2023? Um, it's difficult for me to say, so I, I, I would say probably uh, no, because I just feel like if you feel that way, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years doesn't, doesn't change your feelings. Um, you either feel like you should do business or you shouldn't. And so that's where we are, twenty, you know, approaching twenty-two years after the fact. So I, I don't think that there is, because I just think that you either accept it or, or you never will accept it. What do you think, there, uh, uh, Jace? Jace, too. Oh man, this is so uh, nuanced and complicated. You know me; I don't really get into the weeds of this stuff, but. I did like the theater that played out this week. I liked that very uncomfortable exchange uh, with the Golf Channel and the PGA Commissioner, where uh, I think Monahan is that his name or um, yes, he he was just stumbling to c- come up with an answer for the nine eleven families, um, and then you know just seeing how it's played out with the players, people uh, players stepping in it, not really uh, trained in PR. I mean, this is a very sensitive thing, and maybe less is is more in this situation. <laughs> I keep your mouth shut until we get through this, but I do agree that. Once we get through this initial fog of you know everybody calling everyone a hypocrite and everyone's a jerk, and then I think after everything subsides, uh, it seems like the sport will be healthier. I know that's kind of the lazy take, but that's that's mine. No, I I, I think so too. We we'll, we we'll all kind of quickly forget it's a it, there's a lot of conference expansion to it. Um, I I the the one thing about it that's interesting is you know nine eleven obviously has direct connections not just to our country history and our safety etc but there's also like look a good portion of the number of people who died died in at the World Trade it was the financial hub and headquarters and the financial sector where is a gigantic supporter of golf right it just is like there's there are direct it's not out of left field as much as most connections to the saudis and to 911 would be more out of left field and more searching right like there's um th- there's so many different financial uh, entities that were affected and still affected to this day so it, th- there's more of a connection but i i also think that uh, i'm only going to disagree with dan from this perspective is that the numbers are just not good without Tiger involved, and it and maybe this is uh, more feelings than facts. Okay, because Dan will have more facts. I do. It is a feeling like you're still. We're kind of searching for. Is there any reason to watch on a Sunday, right? And not liking Brooks the guy, but appreciating how good he was or has been at times in Masters or in in majors is, I guess sort of something, but there hasn't been a guy or couple of guys or rivalry to bring us to TV sets with with Tiger kind of riding off some sort into the sunset. And that's going to be really interesting that this does provide the financial stability for several years to come, but it doesn't necessarily change the fact that golf is not as mainstream as it was. It seems to be going back to being the elitist sport it always used to be. All right, that those are my thoughts. Give me yours. At Gottlieb Show Twitter, at Gottlieb Show Instagram, Doug Gottlieb Show fan page on Facebook. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Doug Olive Show. It's Fox Sports Radio. Mm, 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 mm. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. You know, the uh, Stanley Cup finals are still going on, which means two lies in one cup is still going on. Now, it's time for two lies, one cup. All right there, John Ramos. What do you got, my friend? Uh, Oh, sorry, John. Oh, what do you got? My bad. Uh, So, two lies, one cup. We have three stories, only one of which are true. Ramos has to determine which of those are true. Right, and so to read the stories, we have Pierre, our French Canadian, which I, who I miss, by the way. Well, I'll, I'll we'll reunite you in a second. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll dial him up in the Comrex. Uh, Jay Stu, who's the uh, ugly American. Oh, jeez. And um, and uh, Dan Beyer, who um, has much more than a passing knowledge of the hockey. Eh? Let's start with Jay Stu. Well, what do you got, buddy? All right, John. Here's the story. Um, the Florida Panthers got back into their series with the Vegas Golden Knights thanks to two goals from Howie DeWitt in a 3-2 overtime victory in Game 3. No, I, that is, that I is actually, not true. Uh, yes. and let, let me interrupt. Uh, yes. It's Howie DeWitt. 
That's it's how we do it. Yes. Yeah, how we do it. Yeah. Do it exactly. Do it, uh, how we do it. <laughs> how we do it. It even says it on the sheet. There's a hyphen <laughs> after the W. Do it. Uh, da. So it's okay. Uh, it took over time, John. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is the true story. Okay, but the Panther got back in the series with the Golden Knight by winning game. Un, deux, trois, trois, un, un, deux. Three to two, as they say. Three to two. Can I, can I hear that again, Pierre? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it took over time, but the Florida Panther got back in the series with the Golden Knight by winning game trois, trois uh, to All right, deux. okay. I need you to do it again, Pierre. This time read the script, okay? It, this it is... took over time, yes. but the Florida Panther got back in the series with the Golden Knight no, by winning. No, no, no. Read the script, Pierre. Pierre, read the script. I am reading script. No, you're not. <laughs> Read the script verbatim, Pierre. It it's how we over, do things in America. It took over time, but the Panther got back in the series with the Golden Knight by winning game <laughs> toi, toi, du. All right. Okay. All right. All right. The Panthers got a 3-2 overtime victory at home in Sunrise as they got back into their series with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Las Vegas leads the series two games to one. Well, this is a tough one, as it always is, because Dan's seemed like just there was no names in Dan's. It was just a straight score. There was no names in mine. There's, well, yours is another story, because I'd never understand what Pierre is it saying. It took over time. Uh, yes. But the Panther got back in the series with the Knights by winning game toi, toi, the do. <laughs> okay. Um, how how we do it is wrong. So, Jason, <laughs> that's what I knew right up to. Jason Stewart is incorrect. Am I right with that, Dan? Uh, that is correct. Okay. And I only, I that is correct because my favorite meme that I see on TikTok and Facebook is the, this is how we do it. Yes. Have you seen that? I, that Facebook profile of a guy named How We Do It. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious when people put an arrow and write, this is how we do it. <laughs> so there is no how we do it. And I pronounced it like he was the brother of Joyce DeWitt. Right. From, from, from how Three's Company. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. I'll be honest with you. The last two, this is going to be a, t- a coin flip because I, I don't know. Yep. I'm going to say that the, uh, the lie, the second lie was from Jean-Pierre. Um, it, originally, that was the plan, okay. but Pierre could not read the script, so <laughs> Pierre is actually correct. Okay, I was wrong because they are not the Las Vegas Golden Knights; they're just the Vegas ah, Golden Knights. Very, very so when Pierre kept on not saying Las Vegas, it would just go the Golden, oh, the Golden Knights, Knights, the Golden Knights. The That's Golden what made, yes. The so Golden Knight. Pierre ended up being correct because yeah, bon, they aren't we, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're just uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. La, la, la. Summer approaches. Boost your own game with chalk. The reigning champion of natural men's health. Max out your testosterone, your energy, and the focus. With the Chalk Samaya Vitality Stack, visit choq.com today. Use the code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Back to Doug. All right, uh, thanks, Pierre. Appreciate that. Uh, good job on being a lot, right in three lies, two lies, and one cup. Several lies, one cup. Mark Dominic joins us. He spent twenty years in NFL free offices, not just hanging out. He's actually working. Plus, he's the head of scouting. He was general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He joins us. Um, Dalvin Cook is on the market. Why now? 
Why, why, why was he released now? Yeah, you know, I think that they were slowly trying to look at their cap and kind of look at their future plan and what they're going to do, Doug, in terms of players that they're going to have to sign to long-term extensions. And they, they, I got to think that part of it was, look, we see where Justin Jefferson's heading. Uh, Darisol is going to be expensive. We like Hawkinson. Like they, they've got to start planning for what their future team is going to look like. And I think they felt like with Ty Chandler kind of showing a little bit of flashes last year in the preseason, and you know, obviously getting Alexander Madison back at a discount, I think they're looking at the running back market as a whole. And again, NFL clubs say we're not paying that position anymore. And so that's why I think the Vikings finally pulled the trigger. They put the word out to see if anybody wanted to bite. No one did, and so. Dalvin Cook is now suddenly a free agent who should be very attractive. Um, okay, how attractive? Like, what what is a what's the starting number you think? Yeah, for for like a probably a two year deal, right? Yeah, I think you know based off of where we are, you know, David Montgomery got six a year, but we're you know five months deeper, four months deeper than the start of free agency. So I think he's going to be looking at more of that five to seven on a two-year deal. So it could be anywhere from two for 10, two to 14. I don't think he's going to be around that eight or nine or anything near that kind of number. If he is, it might be a one-year deal where it's the right fit for the Denver Broncos and they want him for one year for eight or eight and a half, or it might be incentive-based kind of thing to get it to that kind of a number. But I think he's going to be more in that five to seven range. Um, And then, of course, you got the shoulder issue. You got other issues there. But when right, he's a super, super talented dude. What about... So many in the media, or at least players, former players, current players, talking about uh, running backs and their values. Isn't a lot of this just, you know, the back end of those deals, which are, you know, have, have big spikes? Is this more about the salary cap than it is about anything else? Yeah, it's about the salary structure of the contract. I agree with you uh, very much so. We've seen that multiple times, especially at the running back spot, where these, when they get started to be $13, $14 million a year, that's when clubs are like, you know what, not not so fast, not so excited. And that's why, you know, you see the Austin Ecklers of the world trying to fight for every penny they can because they realize as a running back it's hard to grab your cash. And you've got to have as much as you can up front in those first three years. And so as an agent, that's really what you've got to look at. You know, for running back deals going forward, as we look at them, Doug, don't look at the average per year. Hey, you got five years, 60, that's $12 million a year. Look at what he got over the – what's the contract got over the first three years and how much money is that guaranteed – and that's a more accurate way to look at the running back market. Even if it is a five-year deal, the likelihood is he's not going to see five years. Mark Dominic is our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Nuke Hopkins is going to visit with the Patriots. Now, I think some of the talk early of the Bills and the Chiefs was more hope than, uh, more hope than anything else. What, what, how realistic is it that the Patriots, a team that values practicing, take on a guy who... Hasn't been a good practice player. Doesn't like to practice. And not all the history he has of Bill O'Brien is great. Yeah, you know, I think it's an interesting spot. If I'm Hopkins, you know, I might be more inclined to look at the Tennessee Titans and what they might be able to do. And and the reason why I say that is I'm sure there's a ring is still in the back of his mind in terms of winning one. And I would say that the Patriots, I think, have the toughest climb out of the AFC East to get to the postseason based off of the other three teams. Where if you could go to the Tennessee Titans, you've got to you know jump back on top of a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Titans lost five games last year by four points or less. So they're not like they're just this team that's – I know they fell apart and the wheels kind of came off, but it was still games that were within striking distance. And I just think that this is a uh, – the national team might be a better fit 
So we're going to see if it's more about the money or more about the fit, because he wants to punch that ticket to have a chance to get a ring. And I think in New England, you're going for the money and you're going for the misery. And I just don't think that's a combination Hopkins is looking for. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'm not I'm not sure it's a good marriage all around, but 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 we shall in fact see. Um, okay, help me out. You're the Raiders. You got Garoppolo on what appears to be a pretty team-friendly deal because he failed his physical. But you still have to have a quarterback, and right now, Brian Hoyer is the backup. What do you do? Yeah, I think they're going to stay status quo. I think that they're going to have their quarterbacks. That's why they drafted a quarterback uh, in Clayton. I think that they've said, hey, look, we're going to have our three quarterbacks all year long, and we're going with Brian Hoyer. And that's a Josh McDaniels decision because and Dave Ziegler, because they both are familiar with, not only with Jimmy Garoppolo in New England, but they both had Brian Hoyer in New England. So they know both those quarterbacks very, very well. Then they, together as a team, drafted a quarterback this year. I think that's their quarterback room. I don't think they're going to be a Carson Wentz added. I don't think there's going to be another player added to that room. I think that they uh, went in there and made sure they had players that understand what they do systematically, and that's the bet they decided to lie in. And I, quite frankly, I think if they're not 10-7 and 7 or – in the postseason, I have a feeling it's going to cost them both their jobs. Um, re- remind me, had you seen a fall-off like Russell Wilson's previously? No, I have not. Nothing that dramatic. Not not the way that was. And that's why it's going to be so interesting to see what you know Sean Payton does with Russell Wilson. I mean, you're, you're reading articles out of New York right now, and Aaron Rodgers is having a great time back with, you know, Coach, Has- you know, Co- Coach Hackett, who – Obviously went to Denver and did not have a great time. So it'll be very interesting to see if it's you know if it's Russell. And this is also a great opportunity for Coach Payton, right? I mean, all those years in New, England, New Orleans, you know, people would say, well, you know, how good is the coach? Is he, you know, he's at Drew Brees. Well, he gets to walk into Denver now and see if he can get that whole team motivated and energized the way I thought they were going to be last year into a playoff team. It's going to speak volumes of Coach Payton, and I think he can do that. And so I, I, I feel like you're going to see a turnaround out of this football team because I've been around Coach Gruden for so long, and those two are somewhat similar. Uh, I know what kind of energy he brings and what kind of competitor he is. Uh, Mark Dominic joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I, was, I was thinking about you the other day when, I was, uh, when, when you were looking at, at a couple of different teams. You, know, you got Dallas. And Dallas has some decisions to make with, believe it or not, with Dak Prescott's upcoming contract because next year's a huge cap hit. But if you talk to a lot of people, like you know, Dak's just he's just good. He's not great. Like what? How do you? How can you massage that thing if you're the Cowboys? Yeah, I don't know if you do need to. I think they can manage it through this year, and then based off of how he performs and based off of this football team, what it does, and which as you know, I'm very high on. Uh, it's uh, then I think you kind of look at it. I, I don't think they have to go get something done. I think that they'll uh, they, they can sit on this contract for one more year and then in the off season really work through it. Unless there's motivation through, you know, Dak Prescott's agent and Dak Prescott himself. I, I think that this one's one where they're going to be able to sit back, let this contract play for a year, and see if the Dallas Cowboys are the team that they think they are, that I think they are, and that stay healthy and, and have a shot at you know seeing how far they can go not only in the NFC East, but into the postseason. So I think that they're going to be able to not have to feel like they've got to make a decision. You don't have to redo them because we have to have the cap room. I think right now because they're healthy and you know they're just going to start the season, I think you wait and you just push pause and you kind of see exactly how this thing starts. You know, I'm watching the NBA Finals, right? And 
you know, for for the longest time, it was hard to win a championship with a big guy. And granted, they're playing an eight seed, so we have to be reasonable about who they're playing in competition. But the Nuggets are two games away from winning a championship with a big guy. But he's also a big guy that can shoot and that can really pass, that can play on the floor, kind of their point guard. Tell me if I'm wrong, but winning a, a, a basketball championship with an offense centered around your center feels similar to the the limitations that most people see when you build a team around a running back. Is there is there a parallel there? I think there is. I, I think clubs don't really take advantage. I mean, I think, I think clubs understand the value of the running back spot, and you definitely have to have it. It goes back to, I think, you can win a championship with a running back, to me, that's really good at catching the ball in the backfield. You know, it, the Derrick Henry... He's got good hands, so he can catch. But the downhill heavy, you know, heavy runner that doesn't catch the ball very well, that becomes a real problem, I think, as you kind of build through what your team's going to look like. But the athletic guys, the Christian McCaffrey, the Alvin Kamara, the Alvin Cooks or whatever, those guys have real value to a football team. And so that's where I go back to the beginning of this conversation. Alvin Cook still had 1,400 yards last year, still had, you know, 10 touchdowns and still averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Those are good numbers. It's, I don't feel like Dalvin Cook's out. I just think that organizationally, they have put the money at that position, and they're they're cutting it now so they have money to pay for other players in their football team, like their number one wide receiver. Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, hope you're enjoying the semi-off season, and thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two on, two out, the pitch. Swung on, belted, deep right field. Get out of here, Ozzy. Home run. Ball game. Albies with his 14th homer. It's a three-run shot. He's got 42 RBIs, and the Braves win the most amazing game of the year so far, 13-10. That is our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home, car insurance together. You save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That call from 680 The Fan, the Braves Radio Network. The Braves beat the Mets 13-10. to Shall we sing? We shall. Let's get to the gambler. For people who haven't heard the gambler every Friday, we picked you one thing for the weekend. One bet for the weekend. You can call your guy about and think you got a shot because this is a... This is a, a, a locked-up deal. Jay Stu, give us your Jay Stu team parlay, would you? Jay Stu team parlay on Friday, June the 9th. This is a baseball parlay, and you get, better get it in real quick. Run to the window. It's going to start here pretty quick. I want to pair the Mets with the Phillies tonight. The Mets um, at the Pirates right now. The Pirates are on a downward spiral. I'm going to pair the Mets with the uh, Phillies, who – Host the Dodgers and a kind of a message for that for the Dodger fans. Um, Davy Lopes is not walking through that door. So uh, Phillies to the Mets, your Jays two team parlay for a Friday. Uh, Dan Byer. All right, it was a tough stretch for the Baltimore Orioles, but they survived yesterday in Milwaukee with a late rally. They now start a three game set with the Royals. Take the O's on the money line. Three game sweep this weekend. Take that, Ooh. Royals. Wishful that, thinking Royals. by Dan Byer here. <laughs> know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Uh, what do you got there, John Ramos? Well, I'm not going to wait for the weekend. Were you waiting for the weekend, Dan, or was it just was that tonight? I thought everybody's waiting All for the weekend. three days. You okay. are invested okay. with mine. Okay. I'm just going to take tonight, Doug, and that's just going to be Nuggets heat. The over-under is 211 points. I feel like, you know, Nuggets get a lot of flack for not doing any defense. And they're right. They really don't. But they're going to score a lot, too. I say take the over. Oh, yeah. Like two eleven. Take the over in tonight's game, and the Nuggets will go up three games to one. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you Shohei Otani tonight. Last time I picked in the gambler, it was also Shohei Otani. It was last week against the Astros. He didn't pitch well. They got the Mariners coming in. Okay, Mariners, a team that... Similar record to the Angels. Only problem is they've been floundering of late. This is a Mariners team that's lost six of their last eight. Going against Shohei Otani in L.A. Give me the favorite, the Angels tonight. Know when to walk away. Oh, no, sorry. Know <laughs> when to walk away. Come on, sing, Know when to run. You better count your money. 
When, when you're sitting, sitting at, at the table, table. Time, time enough for done. When, when the deal, deal is done. done. We got time for a quick press. Let's get to it. The press. Dan Byer, what's going on? Doug, we start out with the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers speaking today. And there's obviously that dynamic of uh, Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that in a sec. But Rodgers, so far on his time in New York? The last six weeks have been about the most fun I've had in a while. So it's fun to come to work and be excited about what we're doing. we got a great quarterback room. So that was... Aaron Rodgers talking about his time with the Jets. And in that quarterback room is Zach Wilson. He's been incredible. You know, he hasn't made my life hell every day. Uh, he's been he's been a joy to work with. And I give him so much credit because it's a tough situation. You know, what he went through, you know, the frustration last year, probably a lot of the words that he heard from people. So I think a really good answer from Aaron Rodgers when you say, Doug, proper answer. It, it is. By the way, the Bills are a one-point favorite right now. And look, you got you know me. I've been an Aaron Rodgers apologist as a player ever since we met, Dan. Yep. But that's I would I would take the Bills without obviously injuries and but first game of the season in a new system with a new team, one that does not win with a very successful Bills team. Weather won't be a factor. I don't love it for the Jets. I love it for the uh, that would be my that would be a future pick I would take. Well, this is what Zach Wilson had to say about everything. You know, I have to look at kind of where I'm at as a quarterback and how I can look to to be the best I can be and and I do think this could be a big part of it. You know, I think what he brings to the table, what Coach Hack and, and Downing bring to the table could be really good for me in my development and and then this offense, of course, too. Coach Hack. Pretty good from Zach Wilson. Mature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. You know, take a hit, you gotta, you know. Get up off the ground and keep on going. Racing at Belmont. Yes, back on. Air quality concerns uh, eased up, so they've allowed the ponies to be on the track today. If you didn't know it, Fox will be having the Belmont Stakes broadcast on Fox Sports 1 starting at 11 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. Full race coverage begins at 4 Eastern on the network. And down the stretch, Final stage of the Triple Crowd. You'll see it on Fox, and that's the go. press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, Buyer, or real quickly, uh, the Nuggets are three and a half point favorites. Who do you like tonight? I'll take the Heat tonight. Oh, wow. Uh, money line Heat? Or yes. The heat to go? Money line Heat. I'll give you my pick in the bonus podcast, which is available now. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.